0: Thank you for tuning in to the Rose Metal Podcast hosted by Emily Rose. In this podcast, we talk about the transition out of sports and any struggles athletes may have faced during sports or afterwards. Rose Metal's mission is to provide resources and support for current and former athletes. We have two types of shows we have interviews where we talk to athletes about their experiences, and we also do shows on current events or topics that relate to the mission. Welcome to the Rose Metal Podcast. I'm Emily Watson, and I have a guest with me, Chelsea Alexander. I'm super excited to have you on here.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to talk to you and look forward to chatting. Yeah. So, Chelsea Alexander, you
0: you played softball at Oklahoma State, and you're now playing for the Oklahoma Spark in the WPF. Um Chelsea has her bachelor's degree in agricultural communications and she just graduated with her master's in business administration. Congrats. Um, she's engaged to Clay Fitzgerald and they will be married in June In her free time. She enjoys volunteering such as the fundraiser called the chili cowboy. So you're going to have a really busy year this year.
1: Yes. Yeah, it's definitely jam-packed. Looking, My fiance and I were actually just talking the other day about some of our goals for the year. And he's like, man, if we get all these done, it's going to be a big year. And I'm just thinking, like, that's not even scratching the surface. There's just so much going on, but it's a lot of exciting things. So I'm really looking forward to the year. It's always fun at the beginning of a new year and all the excitement that uh, the new year brings. So definitely going to stay busy, though.
0: Yeah, that's super exciting, and lots of transitions happening here. So, uh, let's get into that um, about all about the transitions. So, first question I have for you is: Do you feel like you would have done a different degree if you weren't a student athlete?
1: Um, you know, I started out pre med freshman year. Um, I never really felt like at OSU they do a good job. I feel like about working with your class schedules and your goals um, of what you want to do in your career and what they can do to help you um, get there on that path. So, you know, it's definitely a balance, but I never really felt like I steered away from a certain choice because of softball necessarily. Um, I started pre-med freshman year. I don't think I necessarily started on the right route because I started in entomology and which is the study of bugs. I say that because I had no idea what that was. (laughs) and I was just I was like a semester half a semester and I was like I cannot do this I'm not so I kind of switched out of that but not because of softball um and then I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do I was in this weird limbo um and then I ended up choosing our cultural communications for my undergrad because of the people in that degree program um at a scholarship to be in the ag school, so that really helped being a walk-on with softball. But, you know, I wouldn't say that I would have chosen to do anything different, I think, um, because of softball. Going back, I wish I would have chose a different route to go pre-med and kind of seen where that takes me. But with opportunity to get my master's um, because of COVID, I'm really grateful for my education and think that I've really learned and I really have an applicable skill set through both of my programs so you know I look back and I might have done it a little bit different but it wasn't softball and I you know it's I think that I'm really well off um with how I did it so no complaints there.
0: Do you think you would have gotten your master's degree if you weren't a fifth year athlete?
1: No uh which makes my mom so mad she's like (laughs) um I was like I don't know well I did think about it but cause I always said I wanted to go off and kind of experience life somewhere else. I've, I've grown up in Oklahoma. Um, so I was like, well, I'm going to play my four years. If I go, if I go to grad school, I'm going to go somewhere else. But honestly, I don't think I would have done that. I think that I would have just went and started a job somewhere. I think I would have been happy, but with the opportunity, with being a walk on, um, and having the opportunity to play an extra year, I was like, I really want to take advantage of my time here and, do something worthwhile. And so I felt like all my, my undergrad education was very, I got a, my major was in agricultural communications. My minor, I had two minors in ag business and ag leadership. So everything was very ag, ag, ag. And I grew up in agriculture. So um, I love agriculture. I'm a big advocate for it, but it's not my passion for my, for my career. Um, so with the opportunity to go to grad school, I was like, I want to take advantage of my time here. Like I'm paying for my school. I want to do something worthwhile and I want to diversify myself, make myself a little more attractive entering the workforce. And so that's why I went and got my MBA. Um, so I'm really grateful for COVID and having that extra year. It, it really honestly probably made a a huge difference in my life. Um, so Very fortunate there.
0: That is really awesome. A super like really good opportunity that sports um, brought up for you, and like the same thing for me. I probably wouldn't have gotten my master's degree, and I'm so glad that I did. If it weren't for softball. Mm-hmm. Um, so speaking of career uh, career choices, what was the process with signing to play professional softball?
1: Yeah. Um, so I know you and I have kind of talked about this offline. It was very unexpected. So I honestly had no intention of playing professional after college. I, um, playing college, playing at the level that I did was a really big accomplishment for, um, for me, something that I had never really like processed out as being a major goal. But I look back and I'm just really grateful for my time, um, at OSU, I felt like I had an incredible career kind of surpassed a lot of the expectations that I had for myself and that others had for me, I feel like. So I felt like I ended on a really good note and I was really excited with graduating. I was going to finish my masters. I had one more semester after I finished softball, um, finished my master's, start a new job around the beginning of this year and I was just really excited for what's next that Softball had provided me with all these opportunities, to be more than just an athlete and take advantage of who I am and the skills I have. And, um, I, I don't know. I just hadn't ever, it was not on my radar at all. So when the opportunity presented itself, uh, coach Flores called me, um, which it's funny cause she actually tried to recruit me after right after I verbaled to OSU, I'm like, Hey, sorry. And she's like, I get it. Um, so she called me, She's a really big decision um, or deciding factor in the decision to play because I've always heard really good things about her and her coaching style, her relationship with her athletes, yeah. um, And so she called me. I was like, honestly, I was really hoping that nobody would ask me then it wasn't my choice not to play. Um, <laughs> but here she's like, well, I'm calling. And I was like, yes, yeah, you did. I know. So I sat on it for a really long time. Um, just because I wasn't sure. I was just so excited for what's next and being something other than just a softball player. And, um, you know, and I sat on it and finally decided that when I look back on my life, I didn't want to look at that opportunity and think like, what if I'd done that? And so, you know, I just pulled the trigger and I'm I'm really excited. I wanted to make sure my heart was in it for the right reasons. And, you know, I'm really excited to be a part of building continuing to build the sport of softball for the future generations. So um and I've kind of started to figure out like I can be a softball player and do a lot more. And so it's just another uh, another platform, another avenue to um, like I said, continue to improve the lives of those around me. And um I, I'm really excited now. So just a little uh, over with getting back in the swing of things, but it'll be fun.
0: Yeah. And uh, Coach Amber Flores. She was at Oklahoma. She was a player at Oklahoma, and she's head coach at Seminole State, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Um. And fun fact: she was a really big like role model for me when I was in high school. She came and did like a Q and A for us before huh. one of our games, and I just remember that Q and A being like a huge game changer for me I think I, I realized that it is possible to play at a high level um, because I don't know I don't remember exactly what questions were asked but I remember being so intrigued and she was like such an amazing person to talk to um, and then she ended up coaching with one with my travel ball coach and so I got to know her a little bit more and she's just a really great person so I'm really excited for you to be learning from her and um, playing under her because she seems like a really great coach and I know she's a great person.
1: Yeah. That's awesome. That's good to hear. I'm, I'm really excited about her. Like I said, it's a kind of a full circle moment for me. Um, I had a lot of friends go play at Seminole state for her and I'm just everything I hear. I've not ever heard one bad thing about her. So I have a lot of respect for that. Um, I'm really looking forward to getting to know her as a, a person building that relationship and also having the opportunity to play for her. I mean, It's right. was a big decision, um, a big deciding factor for me there. So I'm, I'm pumped about that. Right.
0: So playing ball is only for a few months out of the year. So what is your plan for your job and also getting married this year?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll start with getting married. That's probably a little bit easier. So them, um, from the get go, what I had going on and they were the, they meaning spark the owners coach. Flores, Tina Floyd, um, super understanding. I mean, getting married is for me a once in a lifetime chance. Like this is my one and only, I told them I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to do it right. Like I want that time. I want to enjoy that. And they were like, absolutely go what you got to do. Just come back to us quick. Um, so they're super understanding, which I really appreciate. So I told him, I'm going to take that week off. So my wedding, Time wise, didn't land too. It almost would have worked out better if it was a little bit earlier. But I wanted all my old teammates to come, and they have to be off season. So, yeah. Um, my wedding's at the end of June, and we start mid June with softball. So we'll start. I'll take a week off, go get married, and come back. Probably honeymoon after season now. Um, but yeah. So season starts mid June and goes to early to mid August, I believe. So, um, over the summer, it's pretty normal schedule to me. I mean, you grow up playing travel ball and stuff, but so that's what that looks like. And then with my job, I've, um, I have some incredible people in my life that have really helped me start off my career and get going, get my foot in the door there. And, um, just really fortunate to have people that support me in the decisions I make. So my bosses are super understanding. I told them I wanted to go play softball. Um, and they worked with me to build, a plan for me to still start my career and get that going, um, get that ball rolling while still being an athlete, which is something that I really hold close to my heart. Like I I appreciate that more than they probably know. So I start a new job actually this week. I'll be in a temporary role, um, then take some time off to go play softball. And then when I come back, I'll probably start something permanent there um, in that same organization. So uh, having those people in, in your life that really, like I said, support you in more ways than just being an employee. Um, it means it's a big game changer. Like I wouldn't be able to do everything that I'm planning to do if it weren't for the people I have in my life in my corner. So I'm really, really grateful for that.
0: Yeah. And that's super awesome and rare to find a job that is so understanding like that. Your life is more than just your job. It's more than your sport also. And it's it's super important to to have those people in your corner and keep them there.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the people that you have around, I mean, they make all the difference in what you're able to accomplish, what you're able to do, and uh, as well as your mental health with it. Some people probably can do a lot of stuff, but it, it can easily become a struggle um, to do it all. And it, it's not easy to do it all, even when you have good people. So having the right people definitely helps make that load. Easier. So I'm definitely lucky.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, moving on to the next question, what was one of your favorite moments while competing so far?
1: Oh my goodness. Um, yeah, yeah. I saw this one and I was like, Oh, there's so many. There's just <laughs> I, I could name so many uh, different <laughs> different things. Um, I dropped a two strike bunt with two outs. I think at home, super. <laughs> One year uh to score the second run in a very close game. We went ahead that the second run was what I uh pushed across. That was a big moment. Probably my all-time favorite moment. I mean, there's like I said, I could go different plays, different team things, different this, that, like there's just so many. Um, and I'm lucky. I'm really grateful for that. But my I wanna say it was sophomore year maybe it was the COVID year, um, which would have been my junior. One of those early in season, we were hosting Oregon in Stillwater. Um, And if you followed me during college at all, which I don't know who, who did and who would listen to this and did, but I was in and out of the lineup pretty much most of my uh, career. And then by the end of season, I'd be kind of more settled in a spot, but First of the season, every year, it seemed like I was kind of in and out. And so I w- that was a really big struggle for me. But so this year in particular, um, I was in and out of the lineup. I hadn't been playing, really. i gotten some pinch hits, some pinch runs, nothing big. We're in a close game with Oregon, um, like I said, in Stillwater. And I want to say we went into extra innings. I'm not entirely sure. I hadn't had a net bat during the game. And
0: I was there too. And I don't remember.
1: You were, you were there, yeah, Yeah. I hadn't had it, an had it at bat and um, I'm pretty sure we we're in extras. I went into pinch run for shy factor and um, then her spot, they had left me in there and then her spot came up in the lineup and they decided to let me hit. And I think we had Sydney on second or third. Sydney Pennington was on second or third. Um, I get up there for my first at bat, probably in a couple games. And I don't remember the count. I don't remember anything like that, but I s- kind of poked a little, it wasn't a slap, but I say I slapped it. Cause I didn't really swing all the way through. Slapped a little line drive um, into left center and hit a walk off to win the game, scored Sydney. And I just remember that the emotions of that moment, I, off I, I was crying like instantly um, my team came out like ran on the field and everybody like I have pictures of that moment and every time I see it I just like kind of tear up like it, it's just one of those really cool moments in sports and to be a part of it and have my team you know right there around me and it's so individual but still so like team centered it's just I don't know that was one of my favorite memories with just the the emotions around it.
0: First of all, that is awesome for you. That is like really what you you dream about. That's what you train for, and that's like game changing. Literally, like a walk off win. That's awesome. Second of all, that hurts. That's my team. (laughs) (laughs) I I'm not good at remembering stuff like that, so I don't really remember it. But I know that I remember we were we were upset about that. So.
1: that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Small world there.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That was a, that, that trip was kind of a a struggle, but um, (laughs) we're, we're, we're good. Um, And for anyone that listening uh, that doesn't really follow softball that much, a two strike bunt is a huge deal because if you, if you foul or miss a bunt attempt on two strikes, you're out. So that's a, a really cool thing to and So that's why it like never happens with two strikes. Yeah. Uh, so that, that's really cool. That, that, that's really awesome that you did that.
1: Thanks.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I always love reminiscing moments like that because it's so cool to think back on, on things like that and just remembering the really good times of college softball, because yes, there are things that are like, Oh man, I wish that this was different than that, but it's always worth it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's a grind. There's definitely ups and downs. Like you said, that trip was a struggle. Like that's part of it too. So, um, it is. It's fun to think back on like some of those highlight moments that just make you forget all the forget all the lows.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, we're gonna move on to the next question. So, what has the transition out of playing college softball been like for you so far?
1: Yeah. Um. It's been. It's been interesting. Uh, I don't feel like I've struggled with it too bad just because I haven't had a ton of time. Um, So I was still in school. I was still a grad student. I was have I had an internship. I did uh, camps all summer, stayed busy there. So I've just really stayed busy and haven't probably taken a lot of that time to process and feel those emotions. I have been back around the team um, and the field in Stillwater at O.C.'s Field a little bit more. Um, especially with now playing and those are some where it kind of starts to hit you like, man, I don't wake up at, well, I still waked up, woke up early, but I didn't, I don't wake up and go lift with my whole team. And then it's just, your life is just so different now. Um, and so when I go back around where I used to be, uh, that's when it settles in, I'm just like, man, like, it's crazy. So. Um, it's been honestly good overall. There's been some weird moments that it's just kind of like how different it is, but you know, it's not been too bad yet. And I think that playing professional has probably kind of helped that too, that, you know, I was really excited to be done and I didn't really let that set in that I am done and then now I'm not done. So that probably helped. And I'm sure it'll feel a little bit different when they start season here in February too. Yeah. playing games. Um, cause you miss the fall and you're like, man, I'm not working out. I don't have four hour practices. Like, this is nice. Nobody's telling me where to be, what to do. <laughs> yeah. But then once season rolls around, I'm sure I'll probably miss it a little bit more and kind of have some different emotions then. But so far it was just kind of nice to have some freedom.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cause it hasn't even been a full year for you yet. I remember for me, I'm like, in the fall time, I'm like, I am not jealous of those workouts that are getting done. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, one season came around, I'm like, man, this is weird not going on that first trip with them.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm sure i will start to feel kind of emotional. Um, yeah. But we'll see.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, the transition out of playing sports is kind of, it's not, it, playing college softball is... New and then you're not done playing yet, so it's it's a different kind of transition, yeah. yeah yeah
1: oh I was gonna say I just i think that um helping that transition something that you know if if you're listening to this and you feel like you're going through this and you are maybe struggling more I think that I've through my last year especially in in college athletics, I really started to find my identity outside of only softball so I really Like I said, I started that Chili Cowboy fundraiser that you mentioned in the beginning. Um, I had my grad student. Like, that's that life. Um, I think that just finding other things outside of softball has probably made that transition a lot easier for me. Mm -hmm. Because once that ends, I wasn't just left empty-handed. I had other uh, projects to work on, other things to think about, other things to do. So, if you're listening to it to this podcast and you're and you are about to go through this or you are struggling with it, um, I think that just not solely identifying as an athlete. Um, you know, I I am an athlete, but I'm so much more than that, and so is everybody else. I mean, anybody that plays sports, you, you're so much more than your um, competition and your sport. So, I think- right helped me a lot.
0: Yeah, exactly. I'm so glad you mentioned that. And because that's, that's what's super important about the transition out of sports is the earlier you, you realize or work on your identity, the better.
1: Yeah, yes, exactly. And I think that that in turn helps, helps your sport as well. Um, because you don't put so much weight on performing. Cause when I was I don't ever think that I was solely a softball player. Like I've been fairly good about that, but I used to, that was my thing. Like, especially freshman, sophomore, probably even into junior year at OSU. I'm like, put so much weight on performing. And um, I really struggle with that pressure that I was mainly just putting on myself. Like it was really just my pressure. Um, But I wanted so badly to help my team and to perform well and, really identified and put a lot of weight on that. And so I think that I performed so well my last couple of years because of finding that identity outside of softball and finding who you are. Um, You know, you, you're a person that plays softball. You're not a softball player.
0: Right. Yeah. Sport is not identity. Yeah. Um,
1: I I'm like you. I never
0: was like obsessed with softball Um, like it was, it was just the thing that I did and I don't know, I, maybe just like for me putting it that simply of like being like, yeah, I just am the pitcher, the softball player. Um, that's what people, like, I still get recognized in the, in like in public being like, oh, that's the softball player. Um, and so that's kind of what I personally put to my name is that softball player that pitcher that went to Tulsa um and I I I I don't know I didn't really realize that I was so heavily attached to the sport even though I didn't feel like I didn't feel like I was obsessed with the sport I I didn't realize I was so attached to it you know Yeah.
1: yeah it's I it's such a fine line of letting it be intertwined with who you are and not consuming, um, who you are, you know, like you need to be passionate about it and you need to love it and put your all into it. Um, but it's definitely, like I said, that balance of not letting that be all that you are.
0: Right. Exactly. With that, what do you, what do you anticipate retiring from softball to be like?
1: Huh? Um, I don't know. I, like, I, I I think that that kind of goes with what we were just talking about. I think that hopefully by the time that that time comes, I've built up a life outside of the sport that I'm going to be really excited to go to. And I think that that's kind of how I felt when I thought that I retired from softball, Um, why I was so excited. So I'm hoping that I'll do the same thing. And when that time comes again, that Um, I can look back on the time that I had in the sport and be really content and really happy with what I've done, done with it. Um, But, you know, get my freedom back again. Um, (laughs) But no, I, I don't know. I hope that there are some feelings right now of, I feel like I left off on such a good note at OSU. What if I come back and I'm just completely fluke? You know, like, it's just like, whoa that's not the same player. Um, there are a couple of those thoughts, but, um, you know, I just can't focus on those. And hopefully as I go into playing that, uh, I play well and enjoy it. And then that way, when I am done and it is time to retire, that I don't have any regrets or any, man, uh, you know, any of those feelings. So, but I don't know, like, I think that like, Like I mentioned, it just kind of goes back to what am I doing outside of softball and off the field that I can enjoy my time calling, hanging the cleats up.
0: Yeah. You just mentioned something that is like, so in the back of our minds, like thinking, well, what if I'm not as good as when I was at in college? So the aspect of like thinking that you're not going to be as good what do you do with that? Cause like you're busy working and you're getting married this year. Like what if you don't have the time to train every day? Like you were in college and that's a whole different like worry in the back of your mind.
1: Yeah. You- now I'm getting, paid yeah. for. Um, you know, I I mentioned that and I've had that thought pop up honestly, probably like four different times and it, it does kind of get heavy. on am like, oh, man. like that is a, realistic possibility that I am not as good as I was. Um, It, it is. So I think that how I've handled that is I just haven't thought about it. Um, I'm not the player that I was in college. Uh, I'm not the person I was in college. I'm who I am now. I'm the softball player I am now. And whatever that looks like is what it is. Um, I've always been the hardest worker not the, I shouldn't say I've always been a hard worker. Um, I pride myself in that. I pride myself in my work ethic. And so I know that I'm capable of training and I know that it's about to be really hard with finding the time. And, you know, because like you said, with everything I have going on, it's going to take a lot of work, but I think that I just don't think about that aspect of things too much. Um, try and keep those thoughts out of my head because, I think that that's probably a lot of the struggles that I went through in college was what if I'm not good enough? I'm not as good as the girl next to me. I have to work 10 times harder than they, than my teammate does just to be the same at the same level. Um, and I think as I was, when I was younger, that that's probably where a lot of my mental struggles and performance issues came from. So I've been there, I've done that. I focused on those thoughts and had to fight through them year after year, Um, and now I have that to reflect on. So now I can look at my opportunity to play now and say I know know what it's like to go to class all day, have a four-hour practice, go work out, and do all that. I just had somebody telling me to do it, and so now I'm in charge of when am I going to work out? I have to go to work, and I have to find time to train. So that aspect is a little bit different because it's on me. Um, but I know how to do it, you know, and so know how to handle all the juggle, all those different things. Um, and I know how to work hard and I know what it's like to focus on those negative thoughts. So having that past experience through college, uh, hopefully I can use that to my advantage, um, playing professional that maybe my kind of second chance to do it, you know, try again and, um, not take that route. So
0: yeah well, first of all, it's gonna be your rookie season, so no matter what you probably won't get as much playing time as like you would have in in college you you never know you might, but it's it I think my best advice is to give yourself some some grace because your freshman it's like you're it's like you're a freshman again right you're a, it's your rookie season it's the year to learn a lot, and it's it's something that I don't think rookies should place that much pressure on themselves about the worrying about something that hasn't even happened yet. Or if it's during it, it's happening. It's it, it is your first year. You're not going to get fired. Um, and it'll, it'll be okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be, um, uh, I mean, it's going to be a journey for sure. So I'm excited to see how it goes. And like I said, I'm just not putting that much weight on, um, on myself to, to be the best play, you know, I'm not putting pressure on myself. I want to go out there. I want to work hard. I want to be the best I can be, but, um, you know, it it just looks different now. So it's exciting. It's a new opportunity, but play this year and have a great year and be able, you know, might be a one year thing. It might be a five year. I I have no idea. So, uh, I definitely want to take it. time while i'm doing it um and do as do the best i can
0: yeah for sure and the transition out of out of playing luckily you'll at the same time be setting yourself with having a career so it's uh, like one foot in one foot out almost but you really are two feet in but also the rest of the year you're also doing working on your resume so
1: yeah yeah exactly yeah sounds like a
0: good plan Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed listening, please be sure to follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at Rosemetal Foundation and Twitter at Rosemetal Org. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it and leave a review. It really helps us by spreading the word. Sign up for our newsletter to get weekly updates from us. Another way you can support us is by making a donation at rosemetalfoundation.org forward slash donate. We are a 501c3 nonprofit, so your donations are eligible to be tax-deductible. So far, we have shared the stories of over 40 current and former athletes, and we have a mentorship program called Championship Mentoring.